Welcome to Kidney Talk, a program of Renal Support Network, a show that streams health, happiness, and hope to the kidney community. You can download all Kidney Talk shows from iTunes and find a variety of resources to help you navigate this illness at rsnhope.org. Please welcome your host, Lori Hartwell, who has lived with kidney disease since the age of two. Well, welcome to Kidney Talk. Today we're going to be talking about something that's, you know, futuristic. A lot of people are going to be using more type of apps and different tools to help them with their diet. And when you have a renal diet, it can be particularly challenging because you're at the grocery store and you don't know what to, to get and what's going to maintain you having a good phosphorus and potassium. And so today we have an expert on the topic. Her name is Sarah Coleman Carlson. She's the manager for DaVita.com Nutrition, and she's also a renal dietitian and an author of a book called Cooking for David. So today we're going to be talking about apps and future technology. So welcome to the show, Sarah. Thanks so much, Lori. I'm delighted to be here and to talk about a subject that's really dear to me um, because as part of my work with DaVita.com, I am heavily involved in um, developing tools, and one of those tools is the DaVita Diet Helper, which I am very passionate about. So I hope to share information on that tool as well as some of the other um, apps that are available out there today. So give us an overview about what people can find out there as, as part of technology apps that are available on the Internet or the iPhone, or the iPad? Well, as you know, there there's many, many trackers and planners, but what people with kidney disease really want to look for are apps that are specific to the kidney diet um, because there is a different focus, you know, the focus on minerals like potassium, sodium, and phosphorus uh, that you don't find with some of the other meal planning apps or tracking apps. So, so I think it is important to, um, to look for something specific to kidney disease. Um, there are several different products out there that um, are easy to access and available. I think when we look at it, um, you know, we divide the products into apps and tools. Some of the apps that, that I actually have on my own phone include one called the Kidney Diet, and I believe you've actually interviewed uh, Lynn Sanditon about this app. It's um, one that she developed when her father was diagnosed with kidney disease. So it's a very easy-to-use app that focuses on tracking and does focus on potassium, phosphorus, and sodium, as well as protein. And tell us the difference. Like, what's, you have an app and then you have a tool. So what would be an example of a tool? Well, actually, um, the DaVita.com online meal planner, it is a tool. It's located on the DaVita website. But instead of creating a DaVita diet helper app, we've instead made it responsive. What that means is when you sign in, whether you're on a desktop tablet or if you're on your, your smartphone, it will just change to fit onto your device. So it's easy to use regardless of which device you're on. And that's what sets it apart from, say, an app that you download and it's not really connected to a website. Uh, you know, you would need to go separately into the website, which may or may not be readable on the device that you're using. So let's say I download an app and basically what can I expect to get from it? So I download the app and I wake up in the morning and... How can it help me? 
Well, one of the things it can do is help you to get in touch with what you're eating and how that can impact things like your blood levels of potassium or phosphorus, how much sodium or fluid you're taking in, and also whether or not you're eating, you know, good quality protein and and if it's meeting the amount that that really you're, you're targeting for. So, so I think by using some of these apps and tools, it really does allow you to see what's actually happening, and then you can make adjustments based on if you're meeting your targets or if you're under, maybe you can be a little more liberal with some of the foods that you've been restricting, or if you're over, it, it lets you focus on which foods are making you go over and, um, you know, adjusting portion sizes or, or choosing other foods to really be able to plan meals that keep you safe and healthy, but at the same time allow you to make choices based on what you really want to eat. So when I'm trying to choose what I'm going to have for lunch, I go to the cupboard and I'm you know, thinking, okay, what can I have? Can I have some soup? And then, you know, you'll look that up and that'll be high in sodium and then, and fluid. And then I look up a, maybe a turkey sandwich with cheese and well, maybe I better not have the cheese, but I could have the turkey. And, you know, so it helps you with that. So you like look it up, you look up the food item and then it helps you understand what's in that food item because, uh, one of the challenges I had is I need somebody to go shopping for me and cook for me. So is there an app for that? <laughs> That's what I needed. I need somebody to cook and, and, and shop for me because it was really challenging when you're trying to make these decisions. And the grocery stores are designed to make you buy crap food. I mean, it's, it's really difficult. Well, part of it, Lori, is that we rely on prepared items so much. And, you know, we have lots of excuses. We don't have time to make healthy food. Um, we don't have the cooking skills. Uh, but, but I think anyone who really sets their, their mind toward it can create healthy meals at home and actually enjoy them more than a lot of the prepared foods. So when you are planning that meal, uh, one of the things that some of these apps and um, DaVita Diet Helper has really focused on this is providing you with choices that are already kidney-friendly. One of the things with Diet Helper is we've imported over a 1,000 kidney recipes into the tool, and so when you go to plan a meal, you can easily access uh, recipes, and then you can add the foods that you want with it and see in real time, you know, what, um, how much sodium you're getting, how much fluid, how much of the different minerals that you're getting. And so that really does make it easier to know what you can eat. But, you know, the fact that there's already suggestions for foods to eat rather than you just wondering, you know, can I have this or that? I know I downloaded the Weight Watchers app one time, and I'm like, I was so depressed. I mean, I can't tell you. I'm like, I want this. And they're like, 476 calories. I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't have that. And then let me look at this. And I'm like, oh, no, that's 672 calories something. And it was like, by the time I finished pulling up the foods that I was going to eat, I felt like I need a, I need a Snickers. <laughs> I'm so depressed because chocolate is one of the things I love and, and I'm so grateful now that I can have it now that I have a transplant because that was my weakness is like I, I'm, you know, I guess there's just certain people that just feel like 
chocolate as a food group and it's it's needed so um so that's great that it actually gives you choices so you don't have to sit there and say okay let's see what is a what is a an apple which we know that's good but then what is a banana you know if you don't have any information you're going to be shocked to find out what you can and cannot eat and I, I wasn't aware that some of the things that are high in calories, I thought, oh, these are healthy for you, you know. So that's great that they give you actual suggestions instead of playing Russian roulette with your, your <laughs> you know, looking something up and finding, ah, that's not on the list. Yeah, and it's really challenging, especially if you're just starting out on a kidney diet, because, um, you know, you really aren't used to thinking about food in terms of potassium and phosphorus and some of the other things that, that we're focusing on. Um, one of the other great things about the Vita Diet Helper is for just starting on a kidney diet, there's actually pre-planned menus with recipes. And so you just, uh, in a couple of minutes, you can have a whole day's worth of already planned meals. And then you can make modifications, you know, based on your own preferences. But that is one of the, the beauties of, you know, providing online tools for for meal planning that, you know, you can get as focused as having all the planning done for you, or you can plan your own recipes, your own meals. Um, the Vita Diet Helper does allow you to put in foods so you can create your own food database as well as your own recipes. And then you can take those foods and recipes or the recipes that are already in the tool and plan meals. So it really does uh, give you a lot of flexibility, but because you can see the nutrients as you're creating those uh, meals, uh, you know if you're on track or not. Well, is there like a denial button? Like you can push the denial button, like I deny that. I deny that pastries has a lot of phosphorus in it because pastries is, you know, you want that comfort food when you're on dialysis. And so if it pops up like a pastry bar is high in phosphorus, can you just hit a denial button? And um, you can't hit a denial <laughs> button. If you exceed your goals, you know, you will get a red indicator um, indicating that you are above your goal. But one thing it does allow you to do is compare different kinds of pastries so maybe the cheese danish you want is too high in phosphorus, but then you look at the fruit danish and it's not quite as high, or maybe it's the size of the danish. So it does allow you to compare different items in the same food category and make the best choice based on, you know, what's available. So, so you're at least aware that when you eat a 4-inch danish, you're going to stay within your goals, um, but when you eat that six-inch Danish, you're, you're going above. So, so it does give you more, um, more knowledge, more information about the foods that you want to eat. So less is more in this category, or less is good. <laughs> I know, it is. You know, you walk into the bakeries, and they have portions for a small family. And, you know, you could really buy, when you go to Costco, that muffin, you could split it in four people, but it's one big, huge, ginormous, I think I'm making up a word here, muffin. So right, and I think that's one of the keys to following the kidney diet and really staying within your targets is looking at the portions of what you're eating. And there's a lot of foods that people think, oh, I can't have that because of the, the potassium or sodium or phosphorus, when actually you can be satisfied by having a small amount of that. You want a banana, don't eat, you know, the whole banana, but have a, a third of it or a fourth of it. 
and that at least satisfies your craving. You know, you talked about how you, you really had a hard time uh, denying yourself on the chocolate, and, and that too, you know, is there a food um, that you can eat? Can you eat a small um, snack size Snicker bar and still stay within your goals? And that's the beauty, you know, of the meal planning tools is that it does help you to know um, if you can include things that you normally would probably just deny yourself or feel guilty about eating. Well, the best app is to have a husband. When you take a peat bite of chocolate, then you're like, here, eat the rest. <laughs> or take a bite of a banana, here, eat the rest. <laughs> you know, that is like the best app because then it's not sitting there tempting you. You just take a bite and you give it to somebody else. <laughs> I uh, love it. <laughs> and, you know, one of the things that was interesting, I was in Joanne's, the craft store, uh, you know, last weekend. And when I walked in, I guess the app follows you around and tells you like, this is on sale and this is on sale and it's kind of freaky because you're walking around Joanne's and the phone is knows where you are and it's tracking you. I wonder if in the future uh, there's going to be like, you know, a hot and cold button. Like you walk out like, you could get to the cold, you know, for like, yeah, you can have this. And then when you go over to the the cheese section, it's like high alert. Like you got to stay away from there. I mean, that would be an interesting um, experiment. I, I don't know if we would like that because we would probably feel like we're getting getting scolded by our app. I know. Well, I, you know, it was uh, interesting in Joanne's because they're like, you know, bringing me over to things that are on sale that I really don't need. But hey, it's on sale. You know, you got to get it, right? That's right. And, and, you know, their motivation to, to let you see things that you can't live without. Exactly. It's a great technology and, you know, we're going to be controlled by our phones. So tell us a little bit how the diet tool and the app and, you know, how you incorporate your dietitian and, you know, you don't need to do this all by yourself. I think having, using apps or using meal planning tools, it just really opens things up so that you're not focusing on a list of foods that you can or cannot eat, um, but you know, you're actually putting in the foods that you eat. You're, you're showing your individual food preferences, and when you share that data with your dietitian, you know, they can take a look at what you're actually doing and then give you more focused um, advice, counseling, on how you can adjust things or, you know, what you uh, should substitute or, or even just, you know, giving you that encouragement that you're planning a diet, you're staying within your targets, and, um, and you're still having some of those foods that, that you really enjoy. Uh, it may not be the the portion that you want, but at least that, that you can work those in and you're aware of what you're having. And I think for dietitians to be able to sit down with their, their patients and really look at real data of what you're actually doing is so much more meaningful um, than just, uh, you know, assuming that you're eating what they're advising you to eat. So, so it, it does open up a lot more conversations about real food choices uh, and what people actually do. Well, what, you know, one of the things that's interesting is I encounter a lot of healthcare professionals. And so what advice could you give to a patient whose dietitian may not know what an app is? I mean, <laughs> do mo- <laughs> you know, some of them are a little bit technology phobic. And so how do we get, you know, is, is that something that, you know, more dietitians are realizing that they need to use apps and try to incorporate that working with their patients? 
I definitely think so. I think if dietitians aren't on the bandwagon with apps and, and meal planning tools like DaVita Diet Helper, that they, they really do need to get on board. I think the other thing that I see from the dietitian side is I hear so many dietitians say, oh, my patients don't, don't use um, the computer or my patients don't download apps. But I think that that has changed so much. You know, we look at the days when patients didn't have phones, and you go into any dialysis center now, and you will see so many patients using their phones, their smartphones, uh, while they're dialyzing or using a, a tablet. And so it allows them to actually, you know, do some tracking and pull up that uh, tracker and information right there so they can can work with their dietitian. So I think if a patient is using one of these apps or, or tools, it would be great for them to sit down with their dietitian and really show them what they're using and share how they think it's helpful. And that, I think, can be eye-opening for a dietitian who's not aware of what's available. Well, and then also, you know, family members, you know, might do a lot of the cooking, so it's a good tool for family members. And, you know, it is. It's Information is, is power. I mean, the more information you have, but I still think we need a denial app. <laughs> I need a denial app because, you know, there's that, you know, it, it's it's difficult to say, wow, you know, to eat a cheese pizza like I used to may not be, you know, maybe I can have a piece, but I can't have enjoy, you know, the type of pizza or the amount of pizza I want to have. And it's so, you know, need the denial button too, but how do you get over that? How do you get, get over to having an acceptance button where you start to accept that we actually have food? <laughs> we should be happy we have food, period. Yeah, and I think the key, it's, it's just, it's coming to terms with, yeah, I can't eat anything I want like I used to. But it's also all about, you know, finding recipes that, that you like. You have to like the food that you're eating. So, so finding those recipes and making those foods, having some go-to, easy-to-prepare foods that you incorporate and just make part of your diet. So then you're not trying to, um, to create something new every time you eat, but you do have those go-to items that you planned, and and it makes it a lot easier than trying to create this complicated diet with new things all the time. Well, Mrs. Dash was my best friend when I was on dialysis. (laughs) I mean, you know, so uh, Mrs. Dash is a great tool for people to use to spice up their diet. Well, in closing, Sarah, anything you want to share with um, what people should know about, you know, the pros and cons and about apps? I think um, some of the challenges uh, with apps that I know in working with DaVita Diet Helper and some of the challenges that, that we come across is, for one thing, many of the foods that are in a database do not have potassium and phosphorus available. And so it leaves you, you know, um, having to make the decision, do I include those foods or do I not? So on DaVita.com, we do have um, a food analyzer, and all the foods in that database are screened to make sure they have potassium and phosphorus. In planning the new, the updated DaVita Diet Helper features, 
we decided to include all food items, regardless of having potassium or phosphorus, but we have an icon that tells you, hey, there's no potassium or phosphorus available, but you can still use this to plan in your meal plan and just consider that um, your, your numbers are probably going to look lower than they actually are. Um, so that's one of the challenges. Uh, I think in, until potassium and phosphorus are required on food labels, it'll still um, be a challenge, although it is improving from, from what I'm seeing out there. Yes. Now, phosphorus is a tricky thing. I mean, you know, bottled iced tea has phosphorus in it, and phosphorus is a preservative. And there's a lot of hidden phosphorus, I think, that's out there now, as opposed to me when I was on dialysis, you know, 25 years ago. There wasn't all that hidden phosphorus in in different items, or the choices weren't there for the phosphorus. You know, you are so right, and I think um, what that's doing, it's forcing a change in uh, how we look at the renal diet. And it used to be that we could give you a list of, of things like, you know, iced tea, lemonade, tuna, and even some of the lower phosphorus dairy products, you know, like cream cheese or, or cottage cheese, many items, you know, chicken, fresh chicken, fresh pork. We could give you a list of, or a diet that included these items, but now these are just a few of the things that have phosphate additives. And when you go to the grocery store, you see that phosphate additives are in just uh, so many products, and we're getting so much more. Uh, it, no wonder that's become the hardest thing to control when, when you're on a kidney diet. So I think, you know, there is definitely a different focus, and some of these kidney diet apps and tools will really help you to stay on top of what you're uh, putting into your body or, and also comparing different food items so that you can make that choice of, of what's the healthier food. Well, thank you, Sarah. This was very informative, and I'm going to... Uh you know, share the message about the kidney diet app. I think I'm going to go start working on a denial app because that might be the key to getting people to go to the kidney diet app. Um, because a lot of times I know that people just don't want to know and you got to overcome that to be successful with kidney disease. Oh, you definitely do. Like you said, knowledge is power and sometimes it, it hurts to know something. You know. It makes you uncomfortable. But it does influence you. You know, it influences your choices uh, once you have that knowledge. So I want to encourage everyone to go to Davida.com and check out the Davida Diet Helper online meal planner. And I would love to um, hear your feedback if you use it and, and would like to send me some feedback. I would be more than interested in hearing from you and, um, and also just to continue creating tools that are going to help improve the quality of life for all kidney patients and make uh, the diet easier than it has been in the past. Thanks for listening to Kidney Talk, a program of Renal Support Network. Please make sure to find us on Facebook or sign up for our newsletter at rsnhope.org. Kidney Talk is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment from your physician. Always seek the advice of your own health care provider regarding your medical condition.